I don't want to be strong like men who look pretty. I want to be strong like bitch that fight bears in the forest. Yeah, this is our last episode of our holiday stressors series. We've done a series. We've this done a series. Episode nine. And it's the last episode of the year. Holy moly. Yeah. I think that's it's fitting that the last episode should be about alcohol. <laughs> last episode of the year. Have a little little alcohol. It's right in between Christmas and New Year's. So well, it will be when this comes out. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you to everyone who has been listening during the holidays, which is like it's a busy time of year, and you've taken 30 minutes out of your day to give us a listen each week. Love so it. thank you. We really appreciate that. Uh, we've loved hearing all of the feedback and the different ways that people have been enjoying the podcast. Uh, yes. One of my favorite ways that somebody was listening was uh, building Legos while they were listening to our <laughs> podcast. And that I, is. I think that's probably the way that everyone should listen to it. But that's just me personally because I love Legos. You do. Yeah. You do. It's it's a little much sometimes. My Legos? Yeah. I have a lot of Legos. I don't have as much as a lot of people, but I have a lot of holiday themes <laughs> with Legos. Go back yeah. to episode, what episode was that where we realized that I was the holiday bully? Everyone should oh, enjoy the holidays as much as I do. Hey, come on, dogs. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah. So this last episode mm -hmm. of the year of the holiday series is about alcohol um obviously the first time we have been drinking on the show um we are marked as explicit <laughs> we are um so yeah so we've we have touched on this before mm -hmm. in various episodes probably um so a lot of us ourselves included uh look forward to celebrating during the holidays um but some people can overindulge a little more, you know, likely to drink over there or beyond their limits during the holidays um, or when celebrating, um, especially this time of year over other times of the year yeah. with the holidays. Maybe, um, maybe other than St. Patrick's Day. Which well, is like that's its own thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Um, that's March's problem. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> as humans, we like to consume alcohol. Still having that problem. Um, I don't think the, the it's not going to make it it's any better. Make it better. <laughs> it's not going to make it better. Um, between my day job and the episode we just recorded, I've talked a lot today. Um, so I'm <laughs> a little talked out, but here we go. We're going to do it anyways. Um, so yeah, so we as humans like to drink um, to celebrate when we're sad, when we're bored. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of big emotions that can be tied to drinking alcohol uh, and the holidays. And the stress of the holidays. <laughs> now, we're not sitting here saying that Everybody who drinks has a problem. Like, obviously that's not. 
what we're saying because we love a good bourbon, a good scotch, I think that's what we're drinking respectively, um, or a glass of wine, which is my usual go-to, uh, which is surprising that we've not had that on the show yet. We're nine episodes in. Um, I think it's February. I think we should have in February for self-love month. Just wine yeah. every episode? Yeah, just red, red wine. I mean, my wine wife is going to be on one of the episodes. That's true. So yeah. it makes sense. Shelby's real wife is my wine wife. Um, I'm Sydney, but that's okay. Oh, did I call you Shelby? It happens all the time. Damn it. I'm so used to it. Sometimes I'm usually I pretty even, good. I don't even catch it. I don't catch it either. <laughs> I do that a lot. I think. Everyone does. It's all right. It's not the alcohol. <sighs> at least I didn't introduce you as the wrong person at the beginning of the show. That is true. Um, we've done that before. So anyways, we enjoy a nice glass of something. Uh and we like to share drinks with each other, with our friends, our family. Um, we give it as gifts. Um, so we recognize that while we enjoy it and it's absolutely possible, appropriate, I don't know, to enjoy alcohol without it becoming a problem for somebody. It's also important to remember that it has an effect on our health and wellness. Yes, it does. You know, alcohol, as it metabolizes, does does a ton of things. Um, it affects your sleep. It, it affects, obviously, cognition, um, all kinds of things. So we're a health and wellness podcast, and it is what we promote. And we also recognize that we're humans and while it has an interaction with those things, we also need to be able to do the things that we enjoy. And if yeah. having a scotch or a bourbon is something that you enjoy, um, it, you, you don't want to go to the extremes. Like, right. if you don't have a problem with it, cutting it out might not be the answer to making all your fitness gains. Right. There's probably a lot of other things that are in play there. Um, yeah. So we, this isn't going to be an episode where it's like, drinking is bad. That's not what this episode is. So if you think yeah. that that's what we're going to be talking about, you should probably no. tune out because it's mostly about how we... Or like, don't tune out. Or don't. don't. Well, don't do that. I mean... We're going to take a different... If route. you want it to be doom and gloom, that's not us. Go find someone else. But yeah. we're going to talk about <laughs> alcohol and what we enjoy about it, how we do it responsibly. That's the key point. And how it ties into health and wellness. So yes. that's what this episode is all about. Not a doom and gloom alcohol is bad and you should never touch it. That is not what this is. Everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. Except cocaine. Except cocaine. <laughs> okay. So to start, Amber. Oh, no. I love story time with Amber. It's the worst Christmas <laughs> or the worst children's Christmas story. story time with Amber. Oh no. Oh no. Turn your children away. <laughs> okay. So... What are your favorite types of alcohol, Amber? Uh, wine, which we have already discussed. Um, I mean, I'll try just about anything. Except vodka. I don't really do vodka much anymore. Those early 20s were not kind. Yeah. So wine. Wine. Is actually shown to be beneficial in moderation 
right? It, it helps with heart health, lowers cholesterol. So like specifically red wine. Yeah. We're not just boozing up white wine spritzers, like, what? <laughs> but like there, there are some things with wine that can be really beneficial. Um, I always like to say like light beer after a workout, it can be really helpful because it's got sugar, carbohydrates, liquid, like you're replenishing some of those things that you've lost with a light beer. I think. What if you don't like a light beer? Uh, well. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think just drink water I like, then. I like a nice dark stout. I think that's maybe not right after a very intense workout or like hot yoga. That sounds awful. Whew. That's where that white wine spritzer comes yeah. in. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, cool. So would you say like you're kind of like if you are hanging out, maybe you're at a party Maybe mm. you're going out, like, is wine your, always your go-to or Ooh, do you that's try a other good, things? That's a good question because it is a little situational. So if I'm just like hanging out at home, my go-to drink is usually wine, um, typically red wine because, you know, heart taking health. care of my heart. Yeah, heart health. I like that. Um, obviously, Shelby and I. Wine wise. We drink plenty of wine. Yeah. Uh, when we get together. But yeah, when I go out, it's not usually wine. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So it depends on where I go and what we're doing. Like I said, I like a nice dark stout. That's mainly the beer that I drink. Which is relatively, I would say in the last several years, kind of your newer thing. Because when I first met you, oh. you did not do beer. You no. would do cider. Yeah. I love a good cider. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the beer thing has been a new introduction to it your is, palate. <laughs> it is a new introduction. And I only like the ones that are very heavy and very sweet <laughs> and super overpowering for everybody else at the table. <laughs> it's true. Usually it's in like a bourbon barrel with like Ooh. chocolate or cinnamon. Like they're, they're intense beers. They are. And I love them. But it's, they're definitely a winter drink. Yes. So my drinking habits are very seasonal and very situational. Okay. Well, that's probably for the best. You're not yep. pounding dark, heavy stouts in 100-degree weather. Oh, dear God. No. That's a gin and tonic weather mm. or a white wine or gin, a rosé. Gin and tonic. Slept mm. on. Everybody thinks of it as, like, old lady drink. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And recently just thought about, like, incorporating more gin into around the holidays because Ooh. that juniper, yeah. that piney kind of taste works mm -hmm. really well with, like, cranberry. Such a good combination. Ooh, yeah. Gin and cranberry. I bet that's better than a vodka cranberry. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, like, you can also get some, like, really floral gins mm -hmm. and things. So, like, depending on what, what the vibe you're going for. Um, okay. So your favorite type of alcohol is situational and seasonal dependent. Cool. <laughs> no, um, if, you, if you hear any like on that, that audio, that was because um, oh. Benny just walked up and stiffed the microphone. So oh, we did put it at nose level. We That's did. on us. Yep. Great. Um, cool. That'll be fun. So situational and seasonal dependent. I like it. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, all right. But, what? Are you going to tell us what your favorite alcohol is? Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to pick 
I'm gonna pick You're something so that, like, by that I will question. always go with like just if I'm no matter where I am, it's kind of like okay. the same option. Um I I love a good bourbon mm -hmm. and and I will generally if I'm like hanging out, it's something to sip on, those kinds of things. But yeah, I can usually find a good beer wherever I go. Yeah. Um, so I would say like favorite type of alcohol is gonna be like beer. Um, when I was younger, my, you know, early twenties, I was in places that had really good craft beers coming up. They were some, yeah. you know, it was that the start of the craft beer kind of craze, craze revolution. There had been really good, uh, craft beers. Sierra Nevada was doing it. Uh, Dogfish Head was doing it, but they weren't, it wasn't quite as popular as it is now yeah. um but i was in new england which had a lot of great small kind of micro craft breweries that were doing fun things mm -hmm. um so i can usually find that and i do like bitter flavor profiles so because i like bitter i can usually find something because like the hops don't bother me yeah. so i can do an ipa um you know i i also like heavier like coffee flavors and that kind of mm. stuff so i can do a stout um i like weedy flavors in the summertime so like you know belgiums and like those kinds of things or hefeweizens like i can always yep. find a beer no matter where i go like it doesn't matter what you have on the menu i can find a beer that i will drink if i'm out or at home walking through a beer store doesn't matter so that would be my favorite type probably there you go yeah just accessibility <laughs> <laughs> that's fair yeah so, Amber, we're going to switch, not just to alcohol, we're going to go specifically into cocktails, because I've gotten Ooh. into cocktails recently. I know you have, and I love it. It's an art. It's like cooking, but it, like you, you're talking about complex flavors and doing all of that kind of stuff, too. So, uh, what's your favorite cocktail? I don't know what my favorite cocktail is. Um, I mean, okay, what would I be content to drink all year round. Yeah. Hmm. Honestly, probably a margarita. Nice. I, I am would, always down for a margarita. I did not expect that. <laughs> I don't know what I expected. What, I was going to ask what you thought my favorite. I, I don't know. Cause like you do tend to like bourbons. You tend to I do. Like I love those, a bourbon. Like, um, but I think we've learned a little bit more about tequila mm -hmm. and like it, you know, it has some complexity in the flavors. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned about you is that you actually really do like complex flavors, right? I like do. Wine has a lot of complexity and they're all so unique. Um, you know, stouts again, always have a lot of complex flavors. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I think that's interesting. Yeah. I've always enjoyed tequila. I've recently gotten into better tequila <laughs> than in my younger years and realized that it is actually a really lovely sipping drink. Mm. Um, and yeah, I always love a nice margarita. What is your favorite cocktail, Sydney? My favorite cocktail, if you would ask me this question maybe two months ago, I would say... I would, it would have been a tie between an old fashioned and a dark and stormy because mm. I feel like you can't mess those up. Like it's equal parts, like, and like ginger beer is going to mask so much of yeah. like, if you're using a lesser quality rum, but I think if I really had to narrow it down and pick 
my favorite cocktail now, it would be a, a gin and tonic. Oh, okay. I am really starting to explore gins. I think they're great. And I like that you can, I always thought they were a summer thing and now yeah. I'm figuring out that it can be mixed and, and made with a bunch of different things. And, and Ooh. yeah, I'm okay. feeling very British. <laughs> uh, Did you watch the Great British baking shows holiday no episodes? I, mean, I should do that i haven't done that yet mm. yeah so i would say gin and tonic now okay yeah because i've gotten in more into drinking like bourbons and scotches neat to like mm -hmm. not so much a cocktail but right. gin i don't drink neat very <sighs> like i think there's one gin i've ever had that i have had neat and that's been like a tomcat gin to where it's mm. aged in bourbon barrels so <laughs> Uh, for a cocktail, I would say a gin and tonic. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So during the holidays, do you notice yourself drinking more, drinking less, about the same? <sighs> That's a good question. Um, maybe a little bit more, but probably not that much, honestly. Like I already, this, this sounds somewhat bad, but like I already drink regularly. So it's not like I never drink during the year and then all of a sudden start at the holidays. So I think I just maintain my usual routine. Um, but you're not like binge, you don't no, see no. Like a, a huge spike no. at, oh, around the holidays. Cause you know, a lot of people will do kind of what you're saying is like they they kind of have a baseline and yeah. then you see that just kind of like snowball because yeah. it, it seems to always be available well yeah whatever it's, event you're, you're going to more events you have extra stressors which you know sometimes we what did you throw at me we we use alcohol to cope um yes we use alcohol to cope um and i don't i'm not traveling during the holidays so i don't have anything to cope with um no. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's funny because it's true. Um, no, I think I think it doesn't ramp up too much. Um, I mean, I do a little more sometimes with you. Um, so you're saying I'm Shelby. the problem? No, I think we <laughs> we sometimes gather more as like a friend group um, or go out and do something. Um, so like sometimes that's a little more just hanging out more with people. Yeah. Um, but like when I go visit family, my dad's family doesn't drink. So we don't drink during that time. Um, and I always forget the mini flask. So there's that. Um, <laughs> yes, Amber has a mini flask. It's so cute. It's, it's like it's so, it's, it's the cutest thing. I should take it out more. Um, I don't know where. I should just take it with me wherever I go. Um, yeah. So, no, I guess I don't really that's notice good. a big uptick. That's good. Yeah. I think that's what you want. That's, that's what we should strive for, yeah. right? Like, maintain your baseline. Whatever your baseline is, Yeah. right? Um, unless it's overconsumption. Mm. And then yeah. maybe you want to dial that back. Yeah. Um, that's another episode. Yeah, that's another episode. <laughs> Um, I would say that for me, I actually 
in recent years, probably in the last five years, I, I become, I've become really aware of like health and wellness things. So like mm-hmm. around the holidays, I strive not to, to consume. So I, I probably end up consuming less during the holidays <laughs> than I do the rest of the year because I'm just like more aware of it right. and like hyper aware of it. Um, but which I, I, I do enjoy a drink, but I, I find ways to like, kind of like sneak and, and do like the tips and tricks, mm-hmm. go back to, I don't know, episode four or something. Um, yeah. Of, of holiday landmines. Um, uh, yes. So I would say that I probably end up drinking a little less during the holidays. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so what have you noticed? about alcohol like when you consume alcohol and like how it impacts your health or your wellness or your fitness <laughs> loaded question um i don't know i think i feel like on a i guess on a regular basis i don't feel like it affects me that much like my one glass of wine a night doesn't do that much. Um, I don't know if that's because it really isn't doing anything or because that's my norm now. I don't know. That's your baseline. (laughs) That's my baseline. Um, I mean, I guess I could do an experiment and find out how it affects me, but like, feels like a lot of work. Um, (laughs) uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, if I drink a lot, if I have, you know, an extra two or three drinks or whatever, cause I'm out or there's something going on. Um, I think I definitely don't sleep as well mm. and definitely mm. feel more, more sluggish the next day. Like I just don't feel quite as good. I mean, I'm always tired, but that's a whole other issue. Yeah. I think it was interesting. Um, we had the whoop for a little while and what mm. I, realized was I think because it it processing sugar for me has always been an underlying thing and I've gotten kind of a hold on when I was younger they kind of thought I was diabetic one because of the rate in which I consume water (laughs) um I'm just I was always thirsty and so sugar my yeah glucose is a big factor and so when I have a drink plays a big factor in mm. the quality of sleep that I get, um, even down to like how my joints feel. Like I'll feel if I've had yeah. like too much beer or anything like that, like my hands will be a little bit more tight and just like feel kind of achy and things like that. So mm-hmm. it definitely impacts. But if I wasn't, if I wasn't looking for it. If I wasn't tuned into it, I might, I would probably not notice it. Yeah. And I think that happens a lot with people is that they're like, oh, like I can have a couple of beers and I'm totally fine, but they're not really tuned into what is happening. Like they're not paying attention to their sleep quality on a daily basis to know that yeah. that one night was outside of their, their norm. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense. That would be one of my maybe takeaway from this episode is like alcohol, not all bad for all of us. No. But if you are paying attention, you should maybe take some time to think about and and reflect on 
how it's impacting you and what your goals are and, and those kinds of things. Because um, if you're not paying attention to those things, it could be really easy to overlook. Right. That makes sense. Okay. This is a, this is a big question. And, and we probably all should think about this. Has there ever been a time in your life when you thought you might have a problem with alcohol? <sighs> hmm. As we both <laughs> respectively sip our alcoholic beverages. Think about that one. Um, I don't think I ever had a problem with alcohol in terms of reaching the point of alcoholism or being an alcoholic. I think I was drinking too much in my younger years. Um, I had during that time of year, I think we talk about this on another episode uh, about sleep mm. when I was working for um, the portrait studio and doing school pictures. And I had a second job as well. And I was hanging out with some people that were not great uh, for me. Um, and we would, you know, get together and, drink three bottles of wine in a night. And that was not a good choice because <laughs> um, I was not eating properly. I was not sleeping properly and I was consuming at least a bottle by myself. So you were really setting yourself a up couple, for success. <laughs> yeah. And like we were, we, I mean, it wasn't every night it was, but it was two to three nights a week that we were doing this. And um, like, I don't think it ever reached the point of, it's a problem because I'm an alcoholic. I think it reached a point of everything that I'm doing right now in my life is a problem and not good for me. Um, but yeah, I think I overindulged when I was younger and before I learned my limits and what felt, what actually felt good outside mm -hmm. of the situation that I was in because everyone was drinking and overindulging or. I was upset about something or I was too exhausted and hungry to regulate my emotions. So I just drank them. Um, coping skill. It was a, it was a coping mechanism <laughs> for a little while. It was, yeah. um, and maybe that, maybe that is a problem. I think it was a problem, but, um, it was never a, I need to drink problem. It was a, I'm in this environment and drinking too much. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to that. I feel yeah. like, especially in that time in our lives where our brains haven't quite fully developed, where we're still yeah. trying to regulate like teenage emotions, but now we're an adult and we have access to alcohol yeah. and to people who are in similar places in their lives. So it's easy mm -hmm. to make that connection. And the yeah. the bonding factor is that we can all drink. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what it was. Like I wasn't drinking when I was alone on nights when I didn't go out and hang out with people. It was, it was that social environment that I didn't, I guess I didn't quite know how to navigate without mm, mm -hmm. the alcohol or being able to set a boundary of, I don't want to drink this much. I think that happens now, even to like, you know, older yeah. adults, like the, at a holiday party, yeah. that's for where your spouses, you know, work and Gosh. navigating that dynamic. What's the first mm -hmm. thing? Oh, let me get a drink. That'll mm -hmm. loosen me up. Like, those, you know, it, it definitely is, is something that I don't think is just 
relegated to early 20 somethings. I, I mean, a no. lot of people, that's kind of like a good default. That's, Not a good default, but a default nonetheless. Yeah. And I don't think it's a bad default because that is still my default. Like mm-hmm. I went to an event the other night at Common House um, where I didn't know it, didn't really know anybody. I went by myself. And so the first thing I did was go and get a glass of wine. Yeah. But no, that's but all I had. It gives you something to do with your hands. Too. Yeah. But I just had that one glass, which I think is the key. <laughs> yes. Yes. That would be the key. You're right. You have unlocked the, you've unlocked the key. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah. I think that's how that coping skill has matured. Gotcha. Yeah. I think, I think that's good. Awesome. Your turn to answer the question. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I, I think probably because of some of the work that I was doing in my early to mid twenties, which required abstaining. Mm. So I would be, um, working for a period of time where I, I couldn't drink. I was right. responsible for health and safety of other lives. Um, and so, and it would it, upwards of, you know, 75 days. Yeah. Um, so I would then, you know, come, come back to, to reality and be like, okay, well, and now everybody's hanging out and we're kind of debriefing and we've had these shared experiences and it usually happened over drinks and it would be, Mm -hmm. um, for a little while. So I, I was probably more on the, like, I called the ebb and flow. The it's probably more yeah. classified as like binge drinking because mm. like I would yeah. be sober for a very extended period of time, and then in a short period of time, I would be consuming large quantities of alcohol before then <laughs> again being sober. Um, right, because I was I was working full time, and so like it would it would only be for short periods of time, but there was definitely elevated. Uh, alcohol consumption <laughs> when I wasn't working. Yeah. So it'd be like five days or 10 days or whatever. And it was definitely be like, oh, I have, you know, I have a drink every day or, you know, yeah. I have a couple of drinks every day because I'm, I'm not doing anything else. I'm, I'm, I was working for 75 days straight. Right. And so it, that definitely led to that weird kind of like in between of like, well, I, I don't really what else have, do I have to do. Yeah. I don't really have a problem <laughs> with alcohol. I can quit anytime. Like I go these long stretches, it's not a problem. Right. But not understanding that coming back and then like escalating <laughs> uh, and ramping that up, that consumption up really quickly was part, was a problem. Right. Um, I did come to that realization eventually, um, but it, it took a little bit. Yeah. Well, um, those developing brains. Yeah, exactly. So that was, and again, it's a, I'm a very social person. And so it, it does tend to have a very social component to it for yeah. a lot of people where they're not just sitting at home, you know, drinking an entire bottle of Jack Daniels, but yeah. it's when they're out with people and everyone mm-hmm. else is partaking or here, try this or, Oh, Hey, do you want me to grab you another one? So I think yeah. that was, that definitely played into it. Yeah. And if I'm thinking of the correct job, it was a very communal oh, yeah. situation too, like yeah. living situation. You're yeah. all hanging out, living and working together. And then, and in some of those people you wouldn't see because like you were right. you were with a smaller group during that time. So you come back to this communal living situation where everybody had a shared experience, but not necessarily together. Like you were maybe working in a team of two or three. 
And then um, you're commiserating and drinking and maybe doing a little bitching about. Yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> experiencing. Or just saying, like, did you have this wackadoodle? Um, yeah. Did you hear about that? Did you hear about that time? Did um, you see that moose? That was that was one hell of a moose, let me tell you. Um, so definitely, it, there was it was mostly factorial for sure, but it was probably a problem at the time. Yeah, and again, hindsight. Right. right. Yeah. You know, I didn't think of it as a problem at the time. Well, no. Later. Of course not. Yeah. I mean, when I was living through it, I was like, yeah, this is what we do in our early 20s. Because <laughs> everyone else is doing it. <laughs> well, looking back now and, and having the better relationships and friendships that I have now that are healthier and not quite as dramatic uh, as they were in my early 20s. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a time. It was a time that I lived through. And here we are. And here we are, doing a podcast about it. Isn't that great? Yeah. Hi, is. mom. <laughs> Love that. Because Debbie has started listening again. I think she's got it in her calendar. Yes. <laughs> Debbie, it's Wednesdays. Wednesdays. That's when we come out. Just one a week. It's just Wednesday. Uh, I told you that she got herself a, a hatch after our episode. <gasps> Yes. Also, Hatch needs to sponsor us. We have right? so many good recommendations. We do. And people are taking them. My mother yeah. went and bought the like sunrise alarm that Sydney was talking about during our sleep episode because we both have one in their grade. Um, and she's very excited. Great. Yeah. Tell all your friends to go listen to our podcast, Debbie. All your coworkers. They don't <laughs> even need to be friends. Just mild acquaintances. If you really want to torture people, go tell your enemies to go. Yeah, right. There you go. Um, okay, so, so there are lots of ways to enjoy the holidays and special occasions, like my birthday that's coming out soon. Um, Which, by the way, I'm taking her to a whiskey bar. <laughs> Only because I complain every year around this time out. of year for your birthday because everybody overindulges during the holidays. I understand. I get it. All of my friends apparently are born in the month of December and January. Well, then you should be used to it. I am. That's why I have tried for the last several years to... It's been like two years. Okay. Drink your scotch. Yes. So my other early January babies, I feel you. It's a tough time to be born because <laughs> everyone celebrates the holidays and then are like, oh shit, I have had too much to drink. I've spent too much money. I can't do anything for the next two months. <laughs> and then my birthday's there and they're like, mm, no, we're not doing anything. We're not drinking. We're not eating. We're not living anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we're not living anymore. We're calling, crawling into a hobbit hole. Actually, to be fair, <laughs> hobbits eat and drink a lot, so. I know, I'd be all, I'm down for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, anyways. So, there are lots of ways to enjoy the holidays and celebrate while drinking responsibly. Or avoiding it altogether. Mm -hmm. Like, if that's where you're going. So, there are lots of non-alcoholic beers available. I know Sid has some that you like. Yeah, I um, really like Let's athletic, plug another brand yeah, athletic <laughs> brewing. Um, what I like about them is they don't just do one style of beer. So they, mm. if you like different styles of beers, like stouts. Or I saw that they came out with a stout. Wheat, yeah, wheat beers or IPAs, they have that. Because 
a lot of non-alcoholic beers for a very long time was relegated to like, here's a lager. It yeah. is light and crisp and has no flavor. Um, but Athletic is doing really cool things. They they make sure that there's a lot of variety. Um, it comes in a cool can. You're not afraid to like show the label. I know like some friends who are sober friends, like they would order like an O'Doul's at a bar and like peel the label off. So it Aww. looked like, because like, it's not cool and it doesn't taste good. Well, like, no. but now- That's like, the factor that I'm judging them on. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many non-alcoholic beers now that taste really good yeah. and they've, they've spent the time to like, make them accessible and yummy and so you don't feel like that person standing in the corner and maybe you're drinking a non-alcoholic because you you're running a half marathon in the morning right not that you have a drinking problem but just that yeah. you okay. want to be able to like function the next day no. right or, or or maybe you just don't like alcohol and that's okay yeah and but now you have something that tastes good Right. There's a lot of ones that taste good. Yeah. Um, the only way I'm judging a person that doesn't drink is if they're drinking something that doesn't taste good. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, just taste, drink something good. Yeah. Um, anyways, so there's lots of non-alcoholic beers that you can get at the grocery store, at restaurants, or bars, I guess. That's typically where you might find those. Um, you can also get or make mocktails. Um, DM Sydney, she's been into the cocktails. I'm sure she can come up with something for you. Um, there's some really great mocktails. Like bars are getting really into it. It's such a good idea. Like, yeah, I love a good cocktail. If I wasn't drinking for whatever reason, like why, sh why should I have to miss out? Yeah, exactly. On a fun drink. Make it like, taste good. Yeah. Just don't put any alcohol in it. Right. Give me a fun drink. Yeah. That's why I love Shirley Temple's when I was a kid. Same. Cause they were so delicious and you got all the cherries. Shout out to my brother-in-law who loves strawberry daiquiris. Yes. Easy to make that without any rum in it. Oh. And it still tastes delicious. Love a strawberry daiquiri. Yeah. And a Shirley Temple. Yep. Um, cool. So non-alcoholic beers and mocktails are a good option if you are not drinking or just want to have like a drink and then switch. Yeah. Um, you can also space out your drinks. Uh, a good rule of thumb is one per hour with water in between. Um, and that'll ensure your system has time to process the alcohol. Um, you can find events where alcohol is limited or not available. Um, those are usually pretty kid-friendly, so I don't know if I'd advise that one. But to each their own. Do what you got to do. Um, you can also attend events. Oh, no. You can attend <laughs> events with a sober friend or a designated driver that has shown to right. lower or decrease your consumption. Yes. So that if you're just like trying to like hack the system, that's a way to do it. It's like, oh, well, I'm not going to drink as much because like I feel bad for my DD or right. my sober friend is here and I want to make sure that I'm being supportive of them. Right. Yes. I kept starting that sentence wrong to get to where it ends. <laughs> that's okay. That happens. You're almost finished your scotch. We understand. It's delicious. Um, gonna have to feed me dinner. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are those are our notes on that. Yeah, alcohol. It's delicious. It's but delicious, drink responsibly. But drink responsibly. Somebody should sponsor us. Right. Cheers. Cheers. It'll Happy be a new year when our next episode comes out. 
It will be. Isn't that crazy? It's bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Uh, yeah. So keep listening. Hopefully we haven't lost you. I don't, again, wasn't keeping track of the time. Um, I hope you, let's see, this is coming out after Christmas. So hopefully you've had a lovely Christmas if that is what you celebrate mm -hmm. or wonderful other holidays. I heard or I read somewhere online, someone about someone who doesn't wish a happy holiday or Christmas, they wish you a gentle holiday hmm. because the holidays are not always happy for people. So we hope they're treating you gently. I always just say cheers like I'm British. Cheers, mate. <laughs> How can you take that wrong? You can't. And it works really well when you're talking about alcohol. Cheers. So go follow us, like us, rate us on all the things. Leave us a comment, yeah. DM us, do all the things. You can listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. You can watch the video on YouTube. And if you haven't watched it, I've been petting. <laughs> We've had to pet my dog the entire oh, yeah. time because he's very sad. He's a whiny he's not boy. In our lap. So. Um, there you you are. can follow us on social media. At Shield Maiden TC on Instagram and TikTok, at SMT, SMTC RVA on Facebook. It's a mouthful. And it's different because Facebook. Um, Thanks, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.